Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Thax, the gentleman adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest. And we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, guys. Hey! So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about steampunk, most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Good evening, everybody. It is Tuesday night, and you have tuned in to the Texas Steampunk Connection again. Thank you so much. Uh, we are all here. Jack, Thax, and Blue Stocking together. If you uh, have been listening or, or watching, Jack didn't make it last week, or last yeah. episode, and he was missed. Yes, he was. <sighs> but tonight, we have some of the cast from Steampunk November Yay. Uh, here to talk to us and, and chew the fat for an hour. Uh, we've already got uh, Kitty and Rita and Lawrence in the comments. Thank you guys for jumping in. Um, this is going to be a great night. I'm really excited. <laughs> and Lawrence. <laughs> there's Lawrence. There, there's a ghost number. It's technically, technically plus one at all times. <laughs> Why don't you, everybody introduce yourselves uh, to us and the audience, uh, starting left to right? Assuming you all are saying the same, seeing the same screen I am. I think we are. I will go first. Uh, I'm Shane. I'm Leslie. We are Steampunk November. We're the owners, the operators, the grounds crew, the everything. The everything. Not the everything. We have a really great crew of people that help us, but we're the core of the everything. The buck stops with you. Yep. Indeed. Hey there, folks. Sheriff <laughs> Kate McCannon. I am the sheriff of Misfortune's Landing, which is the the town of Steampunk November. And so, yeah, come out and see us. I am the Captain Zach Flanagan. You may have read the exciting novels about my life, including Zach Flanagan Conquers the Quakers and Zach Flanagan's Who Stole My Rum. And I am going to be at Steampunk November. Nice. <laughs> wow. I love it. Zach Flanagan. That was amazing. What happened to your adventures in Bikini Bottom? Oh, it, it's a very long, long story. Missing a few pieces. Um, evidently, when they leave them out there, you're not supposed to take them afterwards. It's a mistake anyone could have made. It was a complete misunderstanding. I, I can't go back there, technically. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> Something about table. Simple mistake. Yeah, that wasn't my jurisdiction, so I can't, I can't help. Something, something, suicide mission, something, something, David Hasselhoff, you know, yeah. big explosions, just <laughs> stay away. <laughs> We've heard, tale. there's a lot of places that the captain can't return to. Well, it's just a series of very unfortunate misunderstandings, which will be cleaned up once I can pay certain people off. Um, <clears throat> but it's, it's, uh, things happen when there's a lot of rum and somebody is, Famous, beloved as I am, just it's it's indeed your shenanigans are known the worldwide at this point. Exactly, that's why we welcome you to Misfortune's Landing here and love having you for our festivities. So, a gentle advent, a gentleman adventurer such as yourself is a great pool for such an event. Well, yes, as as a licensed airship privateer, it's my job to go and enforce the, the contracts, uh, assuming, of course, that. You can tell smugglers from normal transit ships. Again, a simple mistake anyone could make. There was a few misunderstandings. Now I'm up here at Misfortune Landing getting some 
awkward repairs made. Indeed. <laughs> awkward. Awkward well, repairs. Sheriff, am I to understand that there are smugglers? Smugglers? There are smugglers everywhere. And I'm just sitting right here. Y'all are telling me everything I need to hear for any arrest to be made. I am. This is the easiest job ever. I am not implicating myself in any way this year. <laughs> you stay away from me, woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Blue Stocking. Well, I believe you spent some time in the pokey. In the pokey yes. yes, yes, I got tossed in the pokey. I think part of that was my fault. I prefer the term um, enablers of cargo rearrangement. I'm good with. I mean, when I look for resumes, that's the that's the title I look for the most. Don't we throwing them in because all the proceeds from the Huskow go to our our charities. Yep. Yes, Don't indeed, we, have, we do have yeah, a jail and bail. I'll let the sheriff talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so we've got our, our our jail and bail. So what what happens is every dollar that we make goes to the Dallas Pets Alive charity. Um, they're going to be right next door to us. You'll get to see some puppy dogs. Everybody likes puppy dogs. Um, so what happens is you, your friend, your sister, brother, crush comes up to me, says, I want to throw so-and-so into a jail get their pretty picture made and i go okay how long you want and they're like name a number blah 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 and pretty much we throw them in jail for that much money and they get to stay in my jail for that amount of time yes, they do. Uh, now, <laughs> now they they can turn it back on you <laughs> and double it and then you get thrown in jail or you can match it and just bail yourself out but that takes all the fun out of it but you know <laughs> um it's, so, it's, it's a great good time. Me and my crew, we, we come out, we arrest you. We do not chase. You'll get to my jail eventually. You have to walk by it to get to half the park. So We'll see who gets arrested this year. <laughs> so many people. So many cases. Yeah, we've got, we've got a few cast members that we've got bounties on. Um, it, it's a set goal. To, to reach that bounty, and whenever we reach that bounty, that cast member is going to get put in jail. I do believe there is a Mr. Popkiss already on the list. Um, we've got quite a few on the list. Uh, my deputy is in charge of that that part of the, the whole shenanigans. But um, it's, it, it's kind of trying to get us to raise more money for them puppy dogs and them kitty cats. So, yeah, it's fun I'll, time. I'll drink to that. Yes. I'll drink to that. Yes, now I have put one of the puppy dogs in there. Uh, they usually only bring the puppies. Well, there was talk of are we open to other types of animals showing up? And I said yes. And there was mention of possibly cats, but also rabbits. Mm. Okay. So we never know what kind of foster animals will show up this year because I know right now in the system there's also a foster pig. So oh. I don't think the foster pig is coming, but I could be wrong. Oh, biggie. And the, we will be running a raffle again for the Dallas Pets Alive organization. So you can buy raffle tickets. We'll have several baskets. They're usually really good baskets. Um, we are going to do the raffle drawing on Sunday afternoon, and you have to be present to win. So make sure you use both days of that ticket this year. Ooh. Cranky Kraken could use a mask. Well, we have jumped, uh, kind of jumped the gun here. I think probably all of our listeners know what Steampunk November is, but that's a presumption on my side. So 
Shane and Leslie, why don't you tell us about what is Steampunk November for anybody who was out of state or uh, not aware? Uh, Steampunk November is a steampunk festival in the air of Renaissance festivals around the country. Uh, we have converted a site into a Old West stylized town to be an airship sort of way station and uh, include a lot of acts and entertainers and um, lots of vendors selling lots of different kinds of wares. There's kind of three sections to the site. Um, one is sort of under the tree cover, chandeliers hanging around the, the uh, front of it, all uh, interlaced with uh, stages and vendors. And fire pits. And fire pits. Very important fire pits because November's cool. Um, so we do encourage lots of uh, good Victorian style wear uh, because you stay warm in your good Victorian style, style wares, um, as well as just the general coats and jackets and everything else. But the fire pits really add the ambiance. We have one there in the village area uh, under the trees. We have one uh, out in the gardens area in front of the uh, Gilded Rose Saloon and near the uh, Time Traveler stage, um, as well as uh, another fire pit in the Secret Garden, uh, which is a nice little... Not-so-secret garden. Not-so-secret garden. And the East Meadow also has a fire pit down by the uh, cabaret stage. Two as well as the new fire pit over in uh, Barrows Hollow, Barrows Hollow, Ooh. which is where Mr. Popkiss and uh, our Birkin great, and Hare, our grave diggers, will be doing story time uh, and uh, playing a bit around the fire. Um, so, I mean, we're kind of your traditional festival. Lots of festivities. There's a parade. Uh, there's lots of stage shows and acts. There's roaming actors. There is uh, food to be had. We have uh, multiple food vendors this year, um, as well as the saloon itself, which is always a wonderful place to sit back and relax. So, I mean, it's your traditional air of festivities uh, for all to have. And we do have um, in the saloon and the slightly unstable dive bar, there is um, bar, a full bar setting. So there are adult beverages available. Yes. I think, uh, was it last year? I, I forget, but uh, the, well, the last time I was there, so yeah, that was last year. You guys had a uh, micro brewer or someone uh, providing uh, craft brew out there, yes. but boy, it went fast. Yeah, it was really good. We, we do have a very generous sponsor with Pegasus City Brewery. They sponsor our beer tasting, and there are still beer glasses available to purchase for the beer tasting on Saturday afternoon. So you can still get into that as well as our wine tasting, which is sponsored by Saviana Winery. So, and those are both local, locally owned and operated businesses. We're really, you know, happy to have them on board. Awesome. Very nice. Awesome. Very cool. Very excited. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a really good year. It's going to be a good year. Yeah. Oh. You have some, I, 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 I Recall seeing you posting about other events happening um, across the rest of the year. Am I mis am I mistaken in that? No. You are not mistaken in that. We have big, big plans of adding to our lineup of events over 2024. So we will definitely be bringing back riders in the field. Yes. And then de in December of 2024, we are going to have a barbecue cookout. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. We will also be bringing back or 
bringing, bringing back the Mad Hatter tea and then maybe some other teas throughout the year that are special events that just are standalone tea events that you can come enjoy a five course tasting, uh, tasting tea paired menu and with some entertainment. And I'm not going to talk about the entertainment yet because some of it's a secret. <laughs> yes. Oh. As well as the, uh, we're also going to be doing the April 8th event. Yes, we are having a solar eclipse watch party out here right. on April the 8th. We have some solar glasses available for $2 each. Uh, we are not charging a set fee for this event. We have a pay what you can pay and hang for the day policy on this. So you can go to our you know, ticket link there and pay us whatever you can pay. Or if you're going to come camp out. Now, the camping is all done through Hip Camp, uh, and that will be a paid camping fee for your time. That is here. $45 a night for the Solar Eclipse weekend through the Solar Eclipse Monday and Tuesday. We are right almost right in the middle of the Solar Eclipse path. Yeah. We had a really good viewing on this past Saturday of the partial eclipse, and the full eclipse is going to be truly outstanding out here. We've got a lot of sky. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Three minutes. Start. Yeah. Yes. So it's going to be it, the world will go tonight in the middle of the day. So that's going to be fun. We're going to try to have some food and snacks. We're going to probably try to have a live band. So we're going to make it a fun time. That is awesome because I, I've, every year that I go to Steampunk November, I think this is such a great site that they, you know, the only event I know of is for two days out of the whole year. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right. We want to do more. We want to do, uh, you know, live concerts and things of that nature. We're dealing with logistics on that right now and trying to get a schedule set up, which will be pretty much fully. We'll announce the initial our initial schedule as soon as the festival's done online. We'll probably be having flyers out front so you can find out about events and stuff. Uh, but in general, we're trying to make the facility more of a full all the time year round event center so that we can do more steampunk events, more uh, other associated events, uh, concerts, maybe, I don't know, Shakespeare, I don't know. We don't know exactly all the events we want to do. Uh, the list is long. long. So <laughs> a lot of it is about how we can do it, sponsorships for certain things. Uh, other things don't require sponsorships and just require that we set up uh, advertisement budgets and things of that nature so that we get out there and get in the public view for those things. And since I know they're listening, I want to give a shout out to a couple of really awesome contributors. They've made a lot of changes possible for us this year, which is really helping us set up for next year. And it's Lawrence and Rita Allen. And I know they're watching. They've been <laughs> awesome. They've been helpful. They've, you know, really stepped up as, you know, some generous, you know, sponsorship to us. And we really appreciate them. They are right appreciated by many. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're great. Yeah. And it's not just they have made, and I will say they've made financial contributions. They come out and they work. They come out and, you know, participate in other things. They are here. They are present. They are fantastic. Yeah, they've jumped in real well with our volunteer group. And I do have to say that our volunteer group has really stepped up this year. It's helping out a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. Yeah, we've had people out in the middle of the week. Been out here today. We had two people come out. Just having people who are available to come out anytime has been great because we've been able to get more done each week. It's not just me by myself in the field <laughs> going, Oh, I hope this is all going to work out okay. Where if you've got someone there, it helps that interaction and having someone who's like, Yeah, this is going great. You're like, Oh, good. Because I thought I was going crazy just thinking this was going to be a good idea. <laughs> you know, the whole thing started off as a private party that we're like, Hey, let's, let's just do a steampunk party. And here we are. <laughs> it's like yeah, I wanted to ask you later. about that. Um, 
since you know we've discussed steampunk november in the past amongst ourselves um we we had to make a lot of guesses and you know bad poor memories as to how steampunk november started uh now Shane, you used to be in a in a uh dueling company uh uh comedy uh act that went to Renfrew. Sword fighting comedy act, yeah. Yeah, I've read your resume. It's really cool. <laughs> he's he's really cool. I'm not gonna lie. He's really cool. I have a super cool husband. And <laughs> he yes, heard... he used to be part of a group called Cut Thrust and Run, which is a sword fighting comedy act. Yeah. Um, multiple Renaissance festivals on the circuit. I, for yeah, the first couple of times we did this, it was the Cut Thrust and Run show. Um, and. and didn't it revolve around his birthday? No. No. No, that's um, Guy Fox Day. Guy Fox Day. Oh. The first year. So here's the story for all of you who don't already know this. A little background. I have a degree in hotel and restaurant management. One of the classes I took was convention and event planning, uh, which is the which is why I went into the degree to begin with. And then I discovered I could have a, a, a job in wine. And so my path changed. So Cut, Thrust, and Run, about the end of September. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it was a September meeting. End of September, we were, practicing, we're out here having a practice, you know, running through the, the, the choreography, the stage choreography, combat, the things like this. And I go outside, and they're all standing outside in our front path. And Shen goes, honey, come here for a second. I said, what is it? And he said, I think instead of a Halloween party this year, we should throw a steampunk festival like no it wasn't this year goes instead of a halloween party we should do a steampunk festival i'm like oh that sounds like a great idea for next year and he said no 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 this year the first weekend of november i said that's six weeks away that you can't you 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 can't put together a festival in six weeks that's not how it works these things take a year you have to plan you have to get people you have to no mm -mm, no so six weeks later we had a steampunk festival on guy fox day and it was 12 hours from 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. And I think with everyone involved, including the 11 vendors, five bands, three yeah, bands, no five bands, a belly dance troupe and a burlesque show. Then everybody who showed up and all the volunteers and the people, I think we had 152 people in the whole place. That's and a pretty private like, oh, party. Fun. We, yeah, it's not bad, though. And right, no. It was a really fun private party. Bad. And then people are like, oh, you should do this again. So we did it again. And then year two, they're like, are you going to do this again? And we're like, I don't know if we're going to do this again. I'm not sure. So we're like, okay, we'll do it one more time. The first year was 2011. So we've one more timed a lot. Yeah, we started, we built one stage for the first one. We mm -hmm. built another stage for the second, second year. One. The third year, we survived on those two stages, but we added camping. Mm -hmm. And the fourth year, we got demolished by floods i was there for that 13 14 no that was fifth year was it 15 or 14 15. 14 five floods in 15 okay five floods in 15 <laughs> we had five floods in 2015 inside of this room we waited out of the house 2015 was bad yeah yeah that was the i remember year. in like 16 inches a night it yeah yeah that was all the year i started i think yeah all the rivers and lakes yeah, were we, flooded everywhere up here it was crazy. It was. Yeah. So we expanded then to. In 15, we expanded and took out the horse pasture that we had and added. The saloon. The saloon, the, the gazebo lights, stage, the gazebo. some more lights, more fire pits. And then two years after that, no, one year after that. One year after that. We opened up the East Meadow. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. And the cab raced. Because it started getting crowded. Yep. <laughs> because now we have a lot more than 152 people. <laughs> I have vendored for many of your years. And I will admit that it's, I, I, didn't, I never really made a whole lot of, okay, being Speak that I was. Truth, it's all right. <laughs> I never made the money I wanted there, but that's not the whole reason I was there because my my people were not the target audience for the sub for the subscription service in which I was putting forth. But the menagerie of being able to wander through all the vendors and getting all the connections I needed for the next year for my for my subscription service is what I did there. So because a lot of people didn't know what was a steampunk subscription way. service, so I was able to do all my connections and pretty much make all the things I needed for that year in place and get all my orders from all them. And then I was just, I sit back and enjoy having all the stuff come in the mail and being like Christmas every month. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like what did I get? Oh, look, it's the knit airs airships. I got this, you know, for the box this time. But, uh, so I've always loved, you know, that was, that was an aspect that was different from every convention I've been to where I was selling stuff. Um, as actually in here, I was able to wander around and, and actually enjoy being involved with everything and being, you know, arrested and just being able to play. And when you all had the Ford cars out there and we did the Photoshop, uh, Photoshop out there, that, that was, was so cool. great. So much fun. That was really fun. That was really fun. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Unfortunately, that neighbor has passed away. Oh, yeah. And I, I did not have the, um, <laughs> The dinero I that was required <laughs> to get them the the year he was like, hey, I'll give them to you for this. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I wish I had that. So let me go buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah, three three Model Ts in you know in yeah. impeccable condition. Yeah, I got wow. to drive working in and out like, of sight. They drove. We they, <sighs> we he drove them from the neighbor's house to here. It they were yeah way out of budget. Mm. Yeah, I'd imagine yeah. they would be. <laughs> one day. One day they'll be in our budget. <laughs> one day. We're working Yeah, on. in those first few years, I mean, we were just bringing in whatever acts we could bring in. Um, and then one year, one of our good friends, uh, Patrick, who had been coming out as this repeating um, grave digging character just as fun, as for fun, yeah. he said, hey, if you ever have a cast, sign me up. And then we were like, hey. Maybe we're getting big enough to have an interactive cast. And now I think we are up to a little over 20 people on our interactive cast. Um, two of them, of course, are here. Natalie like told us that there were a lot more people in the cast, but that is, that's pretty big. Wow. I'm, yeah. I, I'm impressed and I'm intrigued. How, how does one, what, what kind of vetting system do you have for becoming a cast member? They are hand selected. Uh -huh. they I'm have, not. They usually <laughs> have experience in actual street performance in mm. Uh, festival environments or street performance, things of those nature, so that they have good improv qualities, they have good patron interaction qualities, they know the do's and don'ts. Then we go through a workshop period in which we recover some of those things. Uh, of course, there are certain legal policies you have to have in order uh, and things of that nature, but you try and make sure that everybody is very, very specifically checked, verified, know who they are, know who they've been. We might know some people at a festival about 30 minutes away. Maybe. <laughs> but I mean, we did pull some of our entertainment even from other festivals in the country. Of course. Um, and we're also, of course, trying to introduce uh, a wider variety of music uh, along the way as well. So we don't just do steampunk mu music, though we prefer to. <laughs> this year we have Riley Gil Gilbreth and Lone Star Blue, and they are a bluegrass band. 
and they um, they actually had to get a hold of us and they, we had them scheduled for both days of the festival. And then they said, hey, we're really sorry, but we just made the final list for the Texas Country Music Awards. And that ceremony is on the Sunday of your festival. Um, is it is it okay if we go? <laughs> wow. Wow. I think I'm going to say no. <laughs> We have an award-nominated band, you know, so here. So they're only, only going to be there Saturday? Only they're Saturday. only going to be there Saturday. Yeah. Okay. And I tell you what, these kids, and I say kids because, one, I'm old, and two, they are kids. Um, they are talented. They are really, it's an amazing bluegrass band. So I showed, I showed their picture of them coming to my parents, mm-hmm. and my mom has already seen them because they, they played at, um the Chisholm Trail Pioneer Days, I think last year. And so when I showed her the picture, she's like, Oh, we know them. We want to see them. So now I have to tell them they're only coming on Saturday so that she'll come yes. on Which is also the same day as Pioneer Days, but they're fine. They'll they'll make it. <laughs> they'll make it. They'll have to choose. Ah, it's Pioneer Day. <laughs> So we were talking about the cast, and I want to, you know, talk to Captain Zach Flanagan over there again. Um, we have several cast shows this year. Um, not everyone here who who runs those show, not everyone who runs a show is here, obviously, since our cast is so large. Um, we have a live Nerf gun shooting gallery where patrons can shoot at members of the cast. <laughs> Should be really fun. They have to hit the targets, not just the cast members. We have egg racing back again this year. Yeah, it's really funny. The egg racing is very, very funny. It's a spectacle. It's a spectacle. We do have a dance show this year, Mr. Diamond's Dazzling Dance Show. Very similar to what you would see at a, at a Renaissance Festival doing country and court style dances where they will instruct you how to do them. And then there's live music to perform them. Nice. Um, and then one of my favorite shows, it's just so funny to watch, I can hardly stand it, is Captain Zach Flanagan's show. And I would love for you to tell us more about that. Well, it's very simple. People come to me all the time with questions. I, I have so many adoring fans. My exploits as an airship privateer have been popularized in books across the country. And uh, and they say, Zach, what the hell did you do? I mean, of course, asking about you know my adventures. The second thing they ask is, Zach. How does one become a member of your crew? It's very simple. There are certain things that you have to have to be a member of the crew. You have to be bold. You have to be strong, preferably fireproof, quick-witted, and bold. And the best way to test to see if somebody is quick-witted is through the magic of improv. And so we test out our our guinea pigs or volunteers, whichever you work. I find those two terms are fairly interchangeable. And we see who's going to be quick-witted enough to be a member of my crew, a member of my dory. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And and you're going to have a great idea. And if not, well, the audience gave the suggestions, so that's their fault, not mine. But if you have a great time, that is from me. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to have multiple shows. So if you can't make one show for something else, come over and... It's going to be more fun than anything else, mostly because it's Captain Zach Flanagan's improv show. I mean, and the other great show that you need to check out is going to be the poetry contest. It's on Saturday evening. And if you're lucky, I might debut my latest poem, Ode 
to an airship privateer about somebody who's near and dear to my heart, me. So it's it's being worked on, and um, that with my other poetry, Oh God, Why Did You Hit Me? Um, that's going to be another hit, and everyone will love that. Absolutely guaranteed. So we're going to have some great shows as well as egg racing and dancing and things like that. There is something for everyone. Yes, and there it. is there is a cash prize for the winner of the poetry contest. Well then, me. <laughs> <laughs> I brush up my poetry. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I will be walking away with this. Uh, the, my poetry is wonderful because I'm talking about me. So, of course, I can't. Uh, nobody else should even bother. Just give give me the check, and that'll be fine. It, it is kind of. Uh... Captain Flanagan to allow other people to uh, attend and hear his poetry before he wins the, the contest. I think that's very kind. Indeed. How can other people learn and grow if they don't watch a master like me perform? I mean, it's just the basics about how everybody else can come up to my level because I'm Captain Zach Flanagan. <laughs> It's hard to argue with. It's hard to argue against. Exactly. Why would you even try? I know, right? Just, just, just hands well, on wall. At least he hasn't begun speaking of himself in the third person. That's kid stuff. Anybody who refers to themselves as a third person is royalty, mostly, and I'm not royalty yet. Yeah, you'd have to fight Cuthbert. Looking for the right suitor. <laughs> I'm thinking the Tsarina of Tanzania. She's, ah, um, there you go. She she sent me several letters and uh, it's, looking, uh, it's looking kind of serious. Well, congratulations. That's uh, <laughs> you must be very excited. I, well, I, I hope am. you got I a am. daguerreotype first. I'm just saying. <laughs> Always get the daguerreotype first. Always get the daguerreotype first. <laughs> yes, but I have to send her a little bit of money first through Aerotransit. Uh, evidently, they're having some problem moving some money out of Tanzania. Uh, it's more complicated, I'm sure. Mm. Well, it's a good know, thing that poetry contest is coming up. There you exactly. go. Now, also, there's going to be a raffle drawing that will be on Sunday. That should be very, very exciting as well. Okay, so uh, people could buy tickets to the raffle through the whole... Uh, festival and uh, do they need to attend on Sunday to uh, hear, get the raffles done? The on raffle, the yes. raffle tickets will be available at the Dallas Pets Alive booth, and we usually have anywhere from five to seven really good raffle baskets. There will be a tea basket, there will be a wine basket, a beer basket. Our vendors contribute to the raffle baskets. There's always great things there. Dallas Pets Alive usually also has a raffle basket. It's very pet themed, but it's very popular. And then um, I think this year they may have a basket from Glaciers, which is an alcohol distribution company. Um, so that could be a really fun basket to, to win. That sounds very fun. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Hmm, did someone speak of spirits? spirits? Yes, <laughs> hey, speaking of spirits, I was told at some point that there was a, a, a discussion in this show. Oh, Leslie, bless your heart. I was drying out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yes, the whole time. What are you doing? It's getting a what? bit thin over here too. <laughs> what are we drinking? Is the name of the game. Yep. Jack, what are you okay. drinking tonight? All right. Well, so in in the um, essence of the fact that I bought this while going to the first episode of or the first time I went to Steampunk November, I bought this wonderful bottle of Zwack. 
at a local <laughs> place there in Alvarado, Texas. And I haven't really, I found it the other day. I'm like, this is going to be perfect. I got to try out this mystery alcohol again because I don't remember what it was. And I think it's some version of like Jaeger is the only thing I can come up with. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> oh, flashback. Oh, flashback. So here we go. Oh, no, no. Nightcap tipple. Hey, if you don't like that, bring it to Steampunk November. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I'll bring it just to share with the new okay. sheriff in town. Yeah. Throw hair on like your Jaeger? chest. It's like it's like if you blended Jaeger and um, something else. I don't really know yet. <laughs> so basically, like everything I drank from 95 to 99. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bad club memories. <laughs> it's, it's 10 years old after being purchased. Yeah, here we go. More, more actually. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice to you drinking something. Yes, and actually, I changed it up for you. Facts. What? I went noodling through the through Total Wine and uh, found uh, Charm City Mead. It's gone. Charm well, yeah, it's in my glass. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Okay. I've been working on this bottle for like a week. It's that. It's very strong. It is also eating really thick stuff. It's really sticky sweet. Yeah, but this is the Sweet Blossom from Charm City Mead Works. It's actually not bad. It's kind of got a bit of a skunky <laughs> smell to it. <laughs> you know, the way. alcohol yeah. overpowers that. So. <laughs> that could be fine. a thing. Glowing review. Glowing review. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It's doing what it's meant to do. So all good. No, it's not bad. It's probably, you know, it's. It was what was available at a wine because I was looking for something different. So, you know, I've had better mead, but it's pretty good. So I looked them up. Charm City is uh, in Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, okay. So it's imported. <laughs> it's fancy mead. It's imported. I was going to get the Viking's blood mead, but that is not cheap. No, no it is not. I have there. a bottle of it. And I have been sipping on it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a little too much for my casual drinking. So yeah. that's whiskey prices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So all right. Next. Oh, let's Back. see. I think uh, I think I saw Sheriff Kate was having a drink of something. Ah. Yeah. Um. So that was not drinking... Panda Express this time. Not Panda Express this time. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> drinking out of coffee mug. That's pretty much all I have. So um um I was part of a wedding last weekend, and they had these fancy mead bottles. Oh, you went to a you went to a wedding that gave you mead. Yes, I was maid of honor. Of course, they're going to give me. Oh mead. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wedding party always gets gifts. Yep. Fancy. So, when do uh, I get to be a maid of honor? Uh, well, I don't know. You have to take that up with people who get married. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says McIntyre's mead. I I believe it was made by a friend of theirs. To be honest, um, it's really good. It's not, it's, it, yeah, it's your typical mead, just straight oh, to Yeah, it's honey wine. So. McIntyre! My bottle of whiskey on the floor. Buzz, buzz, the firemen cried when they came and knocked at the door. Sorry. Okay. Um, we might be Irish. <laughs> Only a little bit. Just a little Irish. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm drinking, because it needs to get drank, so. Exactly. Oh. That's It'll go old. And we appreciate it. It's not going to drink itself. There's also like a whole bucket of stew that I brought home too because they were like, take home some stew. We've got too much. And I'm like, I'm real sick of stew. 
just a bonus. <laughs> Thank you for the booze and stew, guys. <laughs> Best wedding ever. Best wedding ever. No, it was a great time. It really was. It was all Ren Fair people, so. Oh, man. Yeah, it was a party. <laughs> so. It was a party with a with a ceremony in the middle of it. So that's yeah, what my wedding that. was. That's what my last wedding was. Best kind. Exactly. I appreciate that the parties first get everybody a little drunk, then we have the ceremony, so people don't mind as much. Um, Jack Jack Sparrow was the officiant, so you know everybody. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. You told, yep. You told oh, us yeah. about that. So. Well, congratulations to your friends. Well, thank you. Yes. Yep. It was fun. We all were like by eight thirty. Everybody was like, "Let's go home." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it." Uh, when your hard party and friends have gotten old, <laughs> <laughs> Shane, point it out. It's annoying. Tonight, uh, well, I've uh, I've got a a wee gift bottle that was given to me of Aberfeldy twelve years. Oh. So I mm. I broke it out so I could be tipping with you. All right. <laughs> oh. We appreciate wow. yeah. that. <laughs> That's a fine scotch. Have this stuff. Oh, this. that stuff is fantastic. I got some of that in here. What is that? Pecan praline. It's it's, it's liqueur. praline whiskey, and I am oh not my. joking. It smells and tastes like a pecan pie. So that's the whiskey. I got the I got the um the liqueur, oh. and it's the best thing to put in your coffee in the morning. It is just. I haven't divine. tried it in coffee yet, but we'll I will love it in coffee. This is going into um, the beef course of the afternoon tea menu because this is the same whiskey that Tea Punk Teas made a new tea just for Steampunk November um, called um, Archimedes After Dark. Oh. Yeah. I was and about to ask it. you about that. <laughs> What's with you and Archimedes and your pecan pies? Like. <laughs> Now, that, Captain Archimedes. I know. Captain Archimedes is is the um she's the captain of the airship Parliament, <laughs> which is an all female uh, crew except for Mr. Popkiss, and he's Mr. Popkiss number nine, and they only need him for countries, you know, third world countries that need a man to talk to people like Texas. Um, sorry, that was my outside voice. No, but this he used this whiskey uh to create one of the teas that they are introducing this year, and it is. Peach, pecan, whiskey, black tea, amaretto, deliciousness. It is a phenomenal tea. We, we got to try it on Saturday, and we are very excited. So, so oh, yes. I, sounds delicious. It does. Yeah, it sounds like a lot, but I'm kind of I think that's fascinating it. that yeah. they, they made a tea based on this flavored whiskey. One of the things I like to do is infuse tea into whiskey. Uh-oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. That... Uh, I'll just put whiskey in my tea. Before. I usually exactly. just put a little tea in my whiskey, you know, <laughs> just for color. Just, yeah. just gotta change. Gotta get a little darker. Yeah, oh. that's right. <laughs> um, let's see. And I, I have uh, I got a, a Guinness tonight. Nothing too special. Wow, here. that's oh, rather red. But that's yeah, really yeah. yeah it's, it's Irish yeah, traveling food, but that's kind of pedestrian for you, Thax. I'm shocked. He just needs a slice every now and then. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy it. It brings back uh, memories of of early days, uh, drinking at Irish pubs and following bands around. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's a comfort beer. Throwback <laughs> Tuesday. Let's see, Captain Zach Flanagan, are you it's drinking something tonight? 
I have a I have a kettle on right now. I have some muffin. Tea. It's a tea punk mm-hmm. tea apple cinnamon that's brewing after a oh, misunderstanding with a large mountain. I am not drinking for a little while. Um, it's 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 an honest mistake. Anyone could have made it. Did you litho break your airship? Well, it's the maps. The maps were wrong. Oh yeah, Being yeah. Drunk had nothing to do with it, but. I, I have a kettle of the uh, muffin tea on right now that I will be having. Yeah, that was a, that was a favorite in the uh, in the uh, subscription service. It's probably a good thing that Natalie McTavish isn't around. She'd probably try to fix your airship, and she'd just make it worse. <laughs> well, I'm not sure that. Well, since two of the four engines are now in a field outside of of Fort Stockton, it's kind of I can't see how it could get much worse, but it's. You never met Natalie. That sounded so ominous. (laughs) Natalie breaks everything before she fixes it, so... But is it fixed in the end? Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, it's better than the engineer I have now. Yeah, you should keep your engineer. It's easier to fix when you know how it's broke. (laughs) That makes coffee again. It it didn't make coffee before. Oh. Surprise! I don't know what this brand stuff is. The coffee maker. That's that's supposed to be the engine, not 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 a coffee maker. Not a coffee maker. That's an oil filter. (laughs) Multi-purpose device. I see a big doggo. Oh yeah, that that's that's Rayla. She's uh, lurking in the background. Resident bat dog. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I got distracted by big doggo. Everybody's distracted by big doggo now. is uh my husband just turned on the comments so this is really exciting for me sorry oh oh oh, yeah oh i should say lawrence was carefully milking the dragon tonight and is enjoying and enjoying a dragon's milk uh this evening which grosses me out every time i know i just (laughs) i'm i'm i have so many jokes (laughs) um also some of the other like bigger shows that will be a Steampunk November kind of coming full circle. We're coming back around. Uh, Voltaire will be there again as well. Oh, like okay. always. He's gonna be, is coming back. He's going to be at a different stage. He's going to be pretty much right in front of the jail. Pretty much. Um, he's going to be on the, on. oh, that, that's, I like that stage. Time Traveler, yeah. Yeah, at the Time Traveler right stage. And uh, Circle of V will be back. They will also be in a different spot because their spot was taken by Barrow's Hollow. Uh, they won't be won't be far from where they were originally, but um, they'll be back. Um, we've also got a uh, Journey tribute, tribute band. band. Yeah, really? based on Journey. Yeah, so that's that will be entertaining. That will be yeah. So add add them to the Look, Lone Stars. We know Stars. what our target audience age is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. I do have to ask: Is 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 uh, Captain Bones Jangle going to be back this year? No, he's not back this year. He's not part of the lineup this year. That's fine. But we do have um, nine different music acts this year. So Queen Anne's wow. Lace will be back. Ganon will be back. Uh, Thwin Mills, who everybody just adores, he'll be back in the Not So Secret Garden. Okay. Vesperum. Um, I know I'm missing people. There's a lot of people. That's, a, that's awesome. That is. Got four different dance James acts. Town. We don't have James, no, James Town this year. Is, uh, space- <laughs> the International Space Corps. Space no, Intergalactic Corps. Space Corps. I'm sorry. Oh, yes, Space Corps. Space Corps. 
Space Corps. I love Space Corps. They'll be over on the train stage this year. We also have the teapot racing coming back. I know a so little girl who is good, very good. excited about that. So. They will have a 20 by 20 tent out in the East Meadow for teapot racing. I think she's got her um, own this year. She's making her own. Fantastic. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. It's good here. We do have also pay for play games with the axe throwing is back this year, but we've also added two more games right next to the axe throwing. So it should be really fun. And the two games, because I don't know that not everybody um, lets their child throw an axe. I mean, we do. I don't know. Best don't know parents do. But the other two games are a lot more like kids can play them safely. Wait, you're saying axes are not safe? They only have one sharp well, area. One it's a very small area. Any game that could end with you putting your so, eye out is the best game. I'm if, just you, if you hit yourself in the face, the eye is probably the least bit the worry problem you worry about. Some parents are airship uh, airship parents. They just hover. <laughs> they hover around them all the time. You know? And we're not gotcha. we're not really airship parents, so I don't know. We're more like, where's my kid? Where did I leave that one? You're like 80s style parents. <laughs> all right, everyone sound off. Oh, we're You're missing 12 somewhere. and 15. Where'd they go? Yeah. Right. We're the on the radio. Does anybody have eyes on my son? Yep. <laughs> we lost Nine the times. other three. So I mean we got one left. <laughs> see which ones are still there at the end of the festival. Right. right. Pretty much. Nine times out of ten, he's at the jail. Lacaro, one of our I, I, listeners, asks, will there be any authors in attendance? Uh, Not at this event, but when we bring writers back, writers in the field back next year, we will have authors in attendance at that. Yes, our point. It of, is the entire point of writers, uh, in, the writers field. in the field. is nothing but authors. It's nothing but authors. Well, and then the actual people who are there to help the authors. Um, yes. But that's a separate kind of event. Uh, writers in the field is really orientated towards giving the authors the ability to touch and feel and do some of the things that they write about as opposed to getting in trouble for their web search history uh, with the FBI. Um, <laughs> so we bring out experts, uh, which, I mean, we've had people from the Secret Service, uh, people from the Federal Marshals uh, Service. We've had uh, the, coroners. the coroner's office. We've had uh, fire trucks, firefighters, um, ex-military, um, sword fighters, uh, jousters, uh, archery specialists, black powder specialists, uh, sort of a, it's sort of a shotgun at a lot of things, historical co clothing, his, uh, costuming and other things. Um, so, I mean, that's what writers in the fields about with, with steampunk November is less like a convention in the sense that we don't have panels. We don't have those little areas where you can step aside and learn about or do the normal things you do at a convention. It's geared towards being a festival. So it's about festivities and those things, you know, um, a make and take would be great, but I'd have I'd have to find a space to have a make and take that <clears throat> essentially eats into the ability for people to utilize our, our temperature controlled spaces versus our non temperature controlled spaces. Or I'd have to set up large amounts of big, huge tents um, to do that kind of stuff. And as much as I like panels, I can I can go to other steampunk conventions for those panels. You can't go to other steampunk conventions to enjoy uh, an outdoor festival like this and you know the closest thing i think is wild west uh out in arizona tucson arizona um and uh we're we're gearing towards you know a a art kind of style festival you know that's really where we are um and that's kind of where we've gone so we don't really have like artists uh, signing authors signing and stuff like that now i've heard rumor that there's a possibility that a friend might show up 
and be doing some book signing over by the Bug and Mole, uh, which is a booth here in the village area. Um, but I cannot speak names without complete confirmation or affirmation. So I would not like to drop any hints on that. Uh, but for the most part, it's not uh, our thing to do is, is uh, we encourage them to show up. We encourage them to talk and see people and hang out. You know, if they want to hand out their cards and stuff, that's fine. I don't, that's, that's wonderful. The, the whole point of Steampunk November is having a good time, making connections, meeting new people, having great conversations mm -hmm. and good friends, enjoying your time around the fire, seeing the entertainment, spending some money at the vendors. And some vendors do, some vendors clean out our ATM mm -hmm. and some vendors don't. Um, <clears throat> because we have one vendor who's consistently done it two years in a row. Um, but it's, that's about the vendors, what's popular uh, or what people are wanting to buy. And I will say that that tends to lead towards clothing. Um, but, uh, it's steampunk convention. I can't imagine clothing being important. Uh, <laughs> you know, we have over 40 vendors this year and there's some, some regulars, some people who've been with us for a very long time. So you'll get to see your favorites come back. Yeah. And then we have some new ones that are kind of fun and exciting. So I know like, We've got a freeze-dried candy vendor this year, which is going to be kind of fun, you know. So, yeah, we've got some really fun vendors out here this year. Um, we have new food trucks, so the food's going to be great. The shopping's going to be great. You know, the shows are going to be great. The crowd is going to be great. It's just going to be a fun year. Hopefully, I'll get to put on a costume. and like You will probably see me just like this, except sweatier and in a panic. <laughs> I'm already excited. Oh. <laughs> this will be great. Now, Lawrence, thank you for all of your hard work for one. Absolutely. Yes, thank you. We have enjoyed it every time, and I have. We've. I don't think we've missed since we started going the first time. So, well, well we and we appreciate that. you coming back. And really, honestly, we could not do this without you. Yeah, we couldn't do this without the people who come and buy a ticket and support the festival and support the vendors and support the food trucks. I mean, the vendors are important. The entertainment's important. The crowd is important. Uh, the volunteers are important. I mean, there's just everyone's important. Putting all this stuff together in one space is is sort of it's about making friendships and connections and sort of moving forward with that with everybody kind of as a community. So without the community, we wouldn't be here. Okay, so I'm seeing this this comment from Lawrence about let everyone know of the improvements made to the walkways road green room and saloon so we have had some really exciting things happen we brought in how many yards uh we're at 42 42 yards yard. of no, road not yards no, no cubic 42 times seven yards is where we are 42 Ooh. times seven yards of cubic yards of road base okay. wow it's a so lot of roads, road base a lot of road road 294 Thank there you. you go. There's the math. I don't. That's, it's that's 294 math. yards of. I have a calculator. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, of road base, crushed concrete roads, uh, re improving the roads all around the site. Um, so that includes adding walkways into the village, redoing all the roads and walkways inside of the festival itself, and then taking the road uh, through the campgrounds. We've got yeah. some great new. The exit road from the right. park. And then the exit road from the park all the way out through the back. It's now really good, solid road base. Very exciting. That's another thank you to the Allens for that help. Um, we've added some, a, a couple of, you know, shipping containers. It's, that's what we've done. 
uh, to build, to create a new green room for our gazebo stage, for our time traveler stage. And then in the saloon, there is now a big thick layer of insulation that has been sprayed into the ceiling. And we're gonna get the unit installed, the air conditioner. Air conditioner I, I have no idea. It depends on how many volunteer okay. hands I get. When, so when if we get a there. lot of volunteer hands, we're gonna get the air conditioning and heating <laughs> unit installed in the saloon to help control the environment in that saloon this year. So if you're cold, there'll be somewhere warm to go. If you're hot, there's- If you're gonna, if, you, if there's more than 10 or 15 bodies in there, it's hot. Thank you. If, it, if there's if there's not, I mean, the five inch, it's R20 value on the ceiling right now. I have to put some. It's new, like this thick. It's in, in a, lot, a lot of foam. That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's made a huge difference in the environment in the saloon. Yeah. I mean, right now, if if the, the room holds its temperature, door open or not. Yep. It doesn't nice. Um, so we're, we've got an AC and heating unit we're putting in there. Uh, we... we Improve the green room for the axe on the on the time traveler stage. So that is an insulated, uh, you know, uh, doored out, lit interior dressing room, uh, forty foot container for that. And uh, we did. Uh, we've also improved the axe booth. Uh, the axe booth has it, a permanent roof now. It is gorgeous. Um, we've done. A, we're improving on uh, pretty much everything on site that we can improve on. We are more lighting, more you know, distribution, more water distribution, more uh, road base, more uh, fire extinguishers, uh, a big Heidi Ho to Jim Trent for helping us out with that. Um, and uh, other people have been pitching in. I mean, our volunteers have been out here working daily. We just uh, built a whole bunch of new benches for the- The, the not-so-secret garden. Yeah, it today. is a transformation it, in the not-so-secret garden. It, it is weird. weird for us because it's like, it looks so different. Yeah, we just did a bunch of pew pew style benches. Um, did that, that happened after Sunday. Yes. Yeah, that uh, happened. Yes. That happened today. Was the day we demoed the whole garden and removed it all and brushed it out and then put in the new benches. Wow. Um, we built the uh, now Birkin Hare's grave is still there. Yes. Yeah. I won't remove that grave. But one grave, lots of bodies. Lots of bodies. <laughs> I'll uh, name Jamie. I'll name Jamie. I don't. Yeah. I'll name Jamie. Jamie, but uh, the, I mean, the, the entire site, we're making improvements uh, in trying to make it easier to get in and out, uh, you know, and improve the audience's interaction, improve our vendors interaction for the, we, you know, their whole experience for the weekend, improve the entertainment's experience for the weekend. Uh, so that's, that's a lot of what we're doing right now is, is making sure that we you know, affirm that the audience is going to have a good time, that people are going to be there and that, you know, it's not a stressful weekend for everybody who attends. We want it to be fun. Yeah. Well, you guys have yet to let us down on that side. So. And I see that. Uh, and also just as a, I know it's really like we're actually two minutes over, but just as a little small thing, we currently have radio streaming ads out there on Pandora uh, tune in iHeartMedia Radio and Spotify. So if anybody hears those, like shoot us a comment and say, "Hey, I heard your ad." Yeah, because okay, cool. I, I when I put on Pandora, I immediately go to sleep. I will never hear my ad. <laughs> I feel that we will be on the lookout for your ad, and if we can awesome. do any of the like up thing, up thumbing, or anything like that, we will make sure it happens because we know I. Thank you. I understand advertising is very important. Um, my wife and I literally just started back up our advertising business. And so 
that's we get it. It's important. It's important, and it's also a it's a it's a hard space, the advertising space, because I'm like, I think this is where I need to focus that ad. I don't know. Yeah, you're never really sure. Did did it work? Did, yep. did something happen? And and it's it's one of those things. If if one person shows that they saw it, it means like a hundred people or more did. They didn't recognize. They, did, they didn't, they didn't push click through, or they didn't say anything right. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's you get almost add zeros to it every time. Yeah. And that's why it's important for us to mention that Steampunk November's website is just steampunknovember.com. From there, there's a link to buy tickets. You can get those tickets right now and lock in your your uh, early bird pricing weekend for Steampunk November. That is uh, going to be Saturday and Sunday, November 11th and 12th. My so birthday. You- Ooh, happy birthday. I'll say I'll say happy birthday when I see you. <laughs> okay. So you get a weekend break between Halloween and Steampunk November, and uh, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, so excited! It's it's coming. It's really soon. Yeah, um, just around the corner. <laughs> as Leslie said, we're we're uh, over time. So let me tell everybody about our patrons. Uh, Texas Steampunk Connection is supported in part by J.R. Seegers, A School for the Great Game, Edwardian Teen Elizabeth Bancroft, resents being sent to a finishing school in India. The college is, in fact, the British India School for Spies, teaching the family business of espionage, martial arts, and the Tibetan mystic arts. A School for the Great Game is the first in the Steampunk Garage series on Amazon. We are also supported by Fair Treasures. Uh, Kitty at Fair Treasures has a selection of Texas-made female-presenting costumes and accessories for steampunk at Renaissance wear and one-of-a-kind imported jewelry. You can shop Fair Treasures at fairtreasures.com. That's fair with an E. Or on Etsy. Or she will be vending here at Steampunk November, so you can meet her directly. We also want to thank our patrons over at Patreon for personally supporting us, uh, Jenny and Ryan Shaver. Uh, and uh, certified aeronaut Natalie McTavish, uh, who was just on two weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> and a generous grant from our good friends on the crew of the airship Aberfeldy, Reader, and Lawrence Allen. Uh, is there anything else we need to throw in here before we uh, take the show out? Support all your local steampunk events. Yes. yes. Don't wait for next year. Go to this year for every event you can because. Every Not, year counts. Every year counts for every event. Absolutely. And and keep tuning into uh, Texas Steampunk Connection to find out what those events are, because we're always looking for them. Uh, Good. All right. Let's uh, hand it over to Flavio. So, once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening, Steampunk, that's happening soon, we can put it on our calendar on our Patreon. Um, as well as the, the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at texassteampunkconnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, texassteampunkconnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a, remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, <laughs> you can look for us at... TX Steam, Steam Connect, Connect One. Oh. Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your mind gauges. Mind your gauges.